This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Do you remember back, way back when, Corano, uh, March of 2020, uh, do you remember what the, uh, what the mission was, what the goal was, what we were told we had to do um, to get this virus under control, do you remember? Was it 15 days or 14 days? It was, it was 15 <laughs> days. I can't remember. To slow the spread. 15 days. You had to social distance. You know, uh, we weren't wearing masks then, but why 15 that number? days. Why that number? Why Why not 14 it, or 16? It's it's all, it was all made up. We now know, uh, we've known for a long time that Fauci is full of crap and, yeah. and we know the social distance, the three feet that then became six feet. Oh, we know Jesus. that was totally made up. And you get all the, the uh, uh, tape marks on the, the guy, uh, Scott the Gottlieb said there is no uh, basis, no foundation in, in science or, or uh, in medicine for the six feet, three feet. Obviously, we know masks are pure theater that we didn't wear them for the first, whatever, four or five months. And then we had to wear them. Then you had to wear two. And then you didn't have to wear them because you're vaccinated. Now you have to wear them again. And now children have to wear them, even though they are not uh, vulnerable to the to to the virus. At least not healthy children. Anyway, uh, here's where we are now. This yep. is uh, ew, how many? Uh, so it's, it's it's a year and a half later. It's yeah. a year and a half, a little more than a year and a half later. And midnight last night in New York, they suspended, not yet fired. They suspended medical workers, nurses, <laughs> they suspended. And I'm not sure if uh, doctors are included in this yet. I'm trying to uh, determine if doctor, I assume they'll be part of it, but nurses and hospital workers who did not get vaccinated for whatever reason, if they already had COVID, they have natural immunity. If they're you know, pregnant women, if they uh, have religious objections, or maybe they're just young, healthy people who don't feel they need the vaccine. Uh, uh, Kathy Hochul, the yeah. insane new governor. The zealot. Who, who we will get to, who sounds like uh, she should be uh, uh, preaching in, in Mississippi, you know, on, a, on on Sunday morning at some big outdoor uh, venue like... Uh, a tent. Yeah, like like Rick Warren or uh, <laughs> one of these. Uh, she's she's the governor of New York, and she's a, a, a obviously a radical liberal, but she's a, 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 a person of great faith. So we'll get to her. But this is what we're doing. Why did we? Why did they say 15 days to stop the spread? Do you remember the initial reason for that? I don't that? remember the 15. I don't know. The, no, it's, it's been so long. The, the reason was we didn't want to overwhelm the hospitals. Uh, of course. You know, the hospital workers who were heroes. I mean, we honored them at games. Wasn't there like a day of clapping? Yes. <laughs> In Boston or something? A day, of, a day, yes. So when there used to be these videos, so when the hospital workers, the nurses, doctors, and uh, aides get out of work, you'd stick your head out the window and cheer. And it was kind of cool. You got, you got kind of emotional, but so those people that we cheered for a year ago, a year and a half ago in New York, they're, they're fired. Gone. <laughs> Not all of them, obviously, but some of them. And instead of um, doing everything we can to not overwhelm the hospitals, the New York, the, the New York governor Announced at midnight last night that everybody who's not vaccinated, everybody who didn't submit, is fired. So uh, those overwhelmed hospitals no, not now immediately have nursing shortages, doctor shortages, I assume that's coming. And, you know, they, they don't have whatever janitors, whatever else you need, <laughs> uh, people, receptionists. They're out if they're not vaccinated. But, the, but here's my favorite part is Hochul 
And again, we'll play you some sound of this lunatic. Um, I, I will say that she's more entertaining than, than Andrew Cuomo. Oh, that's true. And she probably has, she probably keeps her hands off the interns, but uh, I can't be sure. I mean, he's, she's a New York Democrat. They're all a little pervy, but, but <laughs> she's, she's decided to bring in the national guard. Oh, that makes me feel better too, by the way, when she was saying that, let's just bring in, you know, military and stick them in the hospitals. (laughs) I mean, they are military, but you know, with national guard, national guard are generally working class guys who, uh, you know, want to part-time job, they get, you know, whatever they get, uh, the benefits of being in the national guard. Uh, sometimes they get sent off to war. Sometimes they, they die for their country, but for the most part, you know, they work for the for the governor, for the state, and they do whatever, uh, disaster cleanup. Or, but they have day jobs. Yes, they have day jobs. And like you'd, Clinton, expect, you'd expect that these people who have day jobs are probably medical workers, right? So now we're going to pull them out of their medical facilities, whether they're doctors or nurses, and bring them elsewhere? You know who Clinton Morgan is? I don't think Clinton so. Clinton Morgan's no. the National Guard leader in First Blood, Rambo, First okay, Blood. yes. And he's, he's the one that orders the other guy... Uh, to shoot the the rocket launcher, the bazooka, at the mine that uh, that Sylvester Stallone Rambo's hiding in. Yeah, and he said, uh, "John Rambo, this is Clinton Morgan, <laughs> National Guard leader. Come on out!" And uh, uh, Rambo had taken a gun off of one of the cops, and so he shot, and they just started shooting at him. And then he ordered the the, the bazooka, and he blew up the mine. And then uh, Kiesel. Uh, Brian Dennehy Dennehy's comes up in a helicopter and so says, good. I told you to wait. And he says, I was, he was shooting at me. I, what was I supposed to do? And he says, well, you're going to have to clean up this mess, Clinton. And Clinton says, but I can't. I got to be back at the pharmacy. <laughs> yes, that's right. As you said, he works. <laughs> right. that, that's, that guy, Clinton Morgan, is now going to be um, giving you your, your, your physical. If, you're, if you've got an appointment today and you're over 40 and, in, and you're in New York you might get your prostate exam by Clinton Morgan. You might <laughs> that would be amazing. But but I but I, I do. I'm sorry to harp on this, but they all were there. You're not grabbing people from outside the state, right? You're grabbing them from New York. New York. So that means yes. you're taking you know medical workers from one part of the state and bringing them to another. Then I assume they. Uh, so you're just yeah. caught, you're just shuffling around the problem. It's like the Catholic priests. Uh, <laughs> and what about that? I guess National Guard workers, uh, National Guardsmen have been kicked out of the military already if they're young and healthy and don't want the vaccine. Well, there's that, yeah. So they're kicked out too. But so you you have a nurse, you know, hardworking, you know, nurse practitioner, you know, almost a doctor, smart. Sometimes they do more than the doctors for, in terms of caring for patients. And they'll do physicals, they'll do prostate exams, they'll you know, do whatever it takes. Um, that person is out, and Clinton Morgan is in there with his National Guard uniform, and I don't know, do they, do they carry their guns in, yeah. the, in, the, in the ER or in the, uh, in the waiting room? Uh, it's just so bizarre that this, this, these, these nut jobs who are enforcing the vaccine mandate it's like they don't think it through. No, I mean, they don't. They don't see the unintended yes. consequences. Whatever they will do, whatever it takes to force you to submit to the vaccine. They don't even mention natural immunity. They don't want to hear your excuses. If you say, "Listen, you know, I'm pregnant. I'm not I'm trying to get pregnant. I'm too bad. Too bad." My doc. I mean, there are people who say, like the uh, ESPN reporter. I forget her name. Uh, something Williams who said she had to step down because she's not vaccinated because she's tr- going through, I think, uh, f- infertility treatments, trying to get pregnant. Right. And she said her doctor told her to s- not get vaccinated yet. And she has to 
quit her job, or I think to just give her a leave of absence or whatever, but she can't be a sideline reporter at college football games because she's not vaccinated. And it's, it's gotten so crazy that I don't know what the next step is. I guess, you know, maybe you, you have a, you have a heart emergency appendectomy saying you get rushed to the yeah, hospital right. and you go in and there's some, you know, 28 year old national guardsman with a scalpel <laughs> in his hand or worse, worse, a, a one of those masks where they're going to, uh, uh, with the anesthesia. Yes. <laughs> and you look up and there's like three, you know, 24 year old national guardsmen <laughs> sitting there and you go, take me somewhere okay. else. <laughs> I get, yeah, let me go to, let me go to a, a red state so I could get uh, a nurse and I a mean, doctor. But New York's already bad enough with the taxes and the, and you know, the, the crazy, the, uh, crazy mayor and all that stuff. And, and the, all the businesses going out of business, all that people are moving out of New York. Anyway, this would be another, this would be like another reason to go out. But, I can't get quality medical care anymore. But it's also, uh, they're generally, they're oftentimes a trendsetter because, I mean, I think de Blasio was the first one of the vaccine mandate in New York where, yeah. they don't, where restaurants are not allowed to serve black people or Hispanic people anymore. It's the new apartheid. Uh, I assume that's going to happen in many blue cities because the blue city mayors are all insane you know, socialists and they love mandates of any kind. But- Last night in New York, I assume it was time because of the uh, because of the order from Hochul to fire nurses uh, if they're not vaccinated. But the uh, they had a, a protest, and I I just uh, tweeted out the uh, the oh, video. Oh yeah, there were, looked like they a were ton chan- of people. They were chanting uh, a bunch of people, and obviously you know lots of lots of diversity in this crowd because the uh, African Americans, Hispanics are more reluctant to get uh, the vaccine. The numbers are overwhelming. There's this fewer than 40% of black New Yorkers have had the vaccine, so they cannot participate in society. They can't go to restaurants or gyms or stores. So they're pissed, as they should be. They're marching. Then you have, you know, libertarians. And like, you. there it is. That's a pretty it's, it's, big, it's big, diverse crowd, would yeah, you say? Yeah, it's big. You have Trumpers marching with, you know, BLMers <laughs> because they are on the same page on this vaccine mandate. I mean, all free Americans must think, I mean, we should all agree this is insane. Firing nurses and bringing in the National Guard is just nuts. And not allowing, you know, black people to eat in restaurants. I don't know who's for that. I guess, you know, de Blasio. But the chant, the chant, they've expanded it. We know the chant all over the country at football games, college games is F Biden, right? Yeah, yeah. This chant is fuck Biden and de Blasio too. That's oh, the really? chant. Yes. Yeah. We, well, we can. We can play. Yeah. Let me. Uh, hold just, on. Let me, uh, I mean, you, I, I just watched it, so you can. Uh, you can play it. It's. It, I. It made me laugh. But. No. And De Blasio. Yeah. It goes F Biden and De Blasio. It's not the most uh, rhythmic. I mean, you're Here, Biden and De Blasio. Wow. a pretty big crowd you're looking at the video they got signs that say f joe biden and they got uh, young old i mean there's people wearing masks that's a ton of people you look down and that street what does and that sign say i mean it's kind of uh, oh i don't know i didn't it's, see it's it. got a few names on there oh they got big signs that's saying you know uh freedom for what medical medical people or something yeah i mean they're pissed they're pissed and these aren't this isn't you know january 6th an insurrection at the capitol this <laughs> no. is in new york city People who know this is madness, and they're looking at the their their leaders and saying, "What next?" I mean, there's no limit to this when you consider that the thought of individual freedom and liberty doesn't ever enter 
the equation for Joe Biden, for, for Jen Psaki, for Kamala Harris, for de Blasio, for Hochul. There's nobody in their meetings who says, you know, we're Americans. We have a right to choose. We have <laughs> my body, my choice. That doesn't come up unless it's uh, abortion. That doesn't come up in this debate. There's no one making the case for the, the, the people with natural immunity to take up to, 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 to wait to wait on the vaccine. Nobody. They're saying we must get everyone to submit. And I think you saw um, accidentally, inadvertently, you saw, we got a glimpse into the mindset of the tyrants uh, who are calling the shots and getting the shots, literally, when Joe Biden, you know, went before the cameras to get his booster shot. And, uh, and, and I guess they weren't prepared for this. I mean, obviously, Jen Psaki, earlier in the day, was complaining about reporters who ask questions, she says, off-topic. In other words, if they can't script everything, they know, you know they might have a problem. And for some reason, they let Joe Biden, because it was all about the, the, the photo op, when he went out to get his booster and they started yelling questions at him, I mean, he's so just clueless. And again, I'm, 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 uh, this is, I'm only half kidding when I say this. He doesn't even understand, like, numbers. He, uh, he often says, you know, 100 trillion when he means a billion. Oh, you no, know, he has no Talks concept about of, trillionaires. of numbers anymore. He says we, we, we've now had, uh, you know, 300 people vaccinated when well, he didn't meant he say 300 like million. 300 million people died of COVID, yes. too, at one time, something like that? <laughs> yes. I think he said 300 million Americans, so there was only, <laughs> right. it's only a couple million left. But <laughs> right. he, he, he doesn't, it's like dealing with a child who hasn't learned, you know, multiplication yet. You know, he doesn't know numbers. He doesn't grasp them. He just blurts them out and thinks, you know, that, I mean, obviously the, the media generally has his back. They don't call him out. But yesterday, this is the mindset. This is the mentality when asked about what number, what percentage must get vaccinated before we can return to normal. Um, do we have... Uh, yeah, you want to hear? Let's hear Biden's answer. Well, I think, look, I think we get the vast majority of what is going on in some of the, some industries and some schools, 97, 98%. I think we're going off the close. And, uh, but I'm not the scientist. Uh, I think, but one thing for certain, a quarter of the country can't go unvaccinated. And that's not continuing to have a problem. Ninety six, ninety seven, ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety seven, ninety eight. I yeah. got that written down right here. Ninety seven, ninety eight. Now I'm, I, I'm, I'm no math whiz either, but I'm just gonna break the news to Joe Biden and you know his handlers, his instructors. That's not possible. You can't get ninety eight percent of Americans. You again have forty percent of African Americans vaccinated now. You you can't get ninety. 7% of the NBA vaccinated. No, no. <laughs> I mean, you just, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And, and by the way, it doesn't have to happen. That's, that's idiotic to think that you have to get to 96, 97% before you can go back to normal. We've seen, and, and uh, people, I, I always say it this way, like a year ago or a year and a half ago, we were flying blind. I mean, people didn't know was going on people didn't understand the virus saran wrapped right. going outside right. <laughs> children right uh, i mean hell the order was to stay inside yeah it was and then uh, a few months later we found out that something like 90 something percent of transmission 
is inside. <laughs> right. Um, so they thanks shut for the down, advice. They shut down parks and shut down sports and closed gyms and filled skate parks with sand, put fences around skate parks and playgrounds, locked up basketball courts, took rims down. Literally the town, the city, took rims down and then found out early on that it, uh, it really um, impacts um, obese people, fat people. And, and, and the mean, elderly. The elderly, yeah, exactly. The elderly, we know. I mean, that, that's who should be vaccinated. That should, every old person, every fat person should be vaccinated. There's no question. I'm not anti-vaxxer at all, but I think a 21-year-old college kid in great shape can make his own decision. If he gets COVID, I believe the symptoms will be worse if he's unvaccinated, but he won't die unless he's obese or has underlying conditions. He won't die. More and more people know this now. They know the facts, or at least some of the facts, a lot more than they knew a year ago. So you have people like, and I mentioned Bradley Beal uh, yesterday, turning it on the, the media and saying, I got questions. Why are people who are vaccinated getting sick, you know? And the media is like, ah, just, 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 just take <laughs> just the shot. It in there. Just yeah. do what you're told. Yeah. Do what you're told. And they're treating curious young African-Americans like um, subversives. You know, how dare you question? Don't you know that Joe Biden wants 98% to be vaccinated? Just shut up and take the shot. And I, I can't stand Kyrie Irving. I think he's a phony. I think he's an asshole. But Kyrie Irving... And he's a weirdo who pretended. Yeah, he, he is kind the, of a lunatic. You know, it's he, hard to have him on our side here. He, he pretended he thought the world was flat, right? He didn't really think that, but he thought it was kind of cool to be this kind of contrarian, and, and you know, he thought it made him look, you know, smart and edgy and, and edgy and contrarian. Like I, I don't accept, you know, your conventional wisdom. <laughs> so he's a um, typical guy that says, I'm, I, I, need, "I need some more answers, some more info before I get the vaccine." He hasn't gotten it. I mean, he's probably in better shape than. 99.99999% of the, the oh, world. Yeah. He's in incredible shape. He's young. He's thin. He's healthy. And he's saying, I think Bradley Beal said he had COVID too. So Bradley Beal said, I have, anti I have the antibodies. I need to know why I need to get the shot. And, and again, in this current climate in under the Biden regime, you're not allowed to ask questions. Questions are not allowed. He'll, you know, Biden will, if, if Beal, if Beal uh, posted on Facebook, what he said in front of the microphones and cameras yesterday, it'd be taken down. There, or I mean, there at least be a warning right, on it, right. yes. Or, or if he did on yeah. Twitter, uh, Biden's foot soldiers at Twitter or Facebook, Dorsey Zuckerberg, would take it down. That's how it works. But he did it in front of the cameras. He put the he flipped it around on the media, and the media thing, uh, 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 just, just take the shot and play basketball. Kyrie Irving is literally planning to not play home games. Yeah. That's so bizarre um, that that's our solution. I guess it's better than playing home games with a mask on. That would be really weird. Oh, you but, can't do that. <laughs> but they've exempted, like, professional athletes from the mask mandate. Like, you know, in a baseball game, everyone's going to well, wear we masks. Well, I mean, we know that masks are theater anyway. Those cloth masks, they don't, they don't work. Uh, of course they don't. No, I mean, you know, Fauci told me they don't, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can remember it vividly. No, you don't need a mask. You yeah. don't need a mask. And then two months later, it was like, you should wear two. So people are naturally they're better informed and more skeptical than they were a year, year and a half ago. And skepticism is, you know, the enemy of the state. So Biden essentially, and, and again, his whole crew around him, they, they're doing everything they can to stop skepticism. No questions. Again, I'm, I can't imagine if this were Donald Trump, every single person at the May, you know, Washington Post, New York Times would be calling him a tyrant, an authoritarian, a fascist, 
We have fascism in America. If they ever, if he ever acted the way Biden's acting, like you can't question me or my my boys in Silicon Valley will shut you down. Well, yet Saki admonished the uh, the uh, the press yesterday uh, for exactly that same thing, which we have the sound on. Did you want to hear it? Sure. What what's, what uh, what are we talking about? So this about? Saki, like okay. you know, finger wagging, saying, "Hey, you press people are asking questions that we weren't prepared for." Oh, that's right. Right. So that's right. I tweeted about this that you 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 get what she say off topic, right? Yeah. If you go off topic, you know you're not. I'm like, can you imagine? Like, I don't know if you want. To, I don't. I know you guys don't want to hear this. It's it's so condescending the way you she imagine says it. like uh, Kaylee McEnany saying, "Oh, you uh, Jim Acosta, you know, or, or, or Yamichi, you're not allowed to go off topic." <laughs> It is so bizarre that, and the media accepts it, and they'll probably, you know, there'll be a, a Brian Steltler will do a, a segment on how the media is just not, uh, uh, they're, they're uh, disobeying <laughs> the regime. They're they're going off topic. But let's listen to Saki before uh, we get uh, on this. Before we get to Saki on the biggest, the worst lie from the Biden regime yet. First, that he took questions on Friday, and he took questions again today. And I think what he said is that they're not always on point. Now, I know that isn't uh, something that anyone wants to hear uh, in here. Um, but what I think he was conveying is, you know, today he might want to talk about COVID vaccine. Some of the questions were about that. He might want to talk about um, and, and some of the questions are not always about the topic he's talking about in that day. I don't think it was meant to be a hard cut at the members of the media, people he's taken questions from today and, and on Friday as well. A little finger waggy there, Saki. <laughs> don't ask and the wrong questions. I guess in uh, liberal circles, they think she's doing a wonderful job. You know, the oh, Saki bomb when she uh, uh, goes back and forth with Peter Ducey. I guess they think she's wonderful. But to me, I, and then we talked about this yesterday and the end of last week about the, I call it the, the worst Biden lie yet. There's been so many, it's hard to categorize them. I mean, he lied a lot about Afghanistan. Uh, he, hell, I, it's hard to top lying about killing 10, uh, killing a family of 10, killing seven children. But immediately after that, they said, oh, yeah, we took out ISIS-K, suicide bombers. They had to admit after the New York Times uh, wrote about it uh, that it was a, wasn't a righteous strike, Mark Milley. It was a, a mistake that took that killed 10, was 10 murder. innocent people. I mean, it was murder, clear and uh, simple. Uh, people often call George Bush a war criminal. Yes. And I'm like, what makes him a war criminal? I mean, I think he was he, I, I, wrong. I regret I will always regret supporting you know, the invasion of Iraq. It was a mistake. It cost a lot of, you know, like 4,000 American lives and lost a lot of limbs and eyes and brains uh, because of this foolishness in Iraq. But isn't that the definition of a war crime, killing a family of 10 and then lying about it? Yeah, I think so. But also, uh, to be fair, the weapons of mass destruction thing, that was that was a lie that brought us into Iraq. That had yeah, nothing to do with the That's a lie with the intelligence community. That's a lie of the people. Well, he By sold the way, it. Uh, you know, buck stops uh, with him. Sure, but if the intelligence, if the Hillary reports that said they have weapons of mass destruction, they're, I mean, obviously they're the ones lying. Again, we're not surprised anymore. No. That, that's the intelligence community. That's the CIA. I don't know. Bush could have pulled the military home. He has that ultimate responsibility. He can move the military. So I, 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 I'm not going to back him on this one. Well, I'm not backing him. I'm just, I mean, it, it was terrible. It was a terrible decision. It was, a, you know, terrible. Yeah, but Biden's just as guilty of, of war crimes as, as Bush too was, of course. But ordering a hit that kills 10 people, including an ally and his children, and then lying about it, trying to cover it up, that's as bad as it gets. So I guess it's not, the, this isn't the worst lie, but the lie 
to me, it's to, just the most despicable thing he's done is blaming the border patrol when his when he created the chaos, when he created the mess at the border, and these guys are overwhelmed and they use horses because that's they've been doing it for a hundred years and they're trying to stop people from invading this country illegally entering this country. And uh, there's a photo of them with the reins in their hands and some, I think it was Axios, was the first to, or to make up the lie and say they're, they're whipping migrants. It's a lie. Everyone knows it now. Axios has uh, recanted. Um, <clears throat> the El Paso Times has recanted. Everybody knows they weren't whipping migrants. Hell, we knew from day one they weren't, but they were hoping this, this angle of the photograph would make it look like he was doing it so they could blame the cops because that's what Biden does. Blame cops, defend criminals. They defend the lawbreakers. They defend uh, the, the people who are trying to enter our country illegally and they blame the border patrol. It, the, the thing, uh, you know, blew up on them. But yesterday I was, in, I was in disbelief. They stuck to their guns. They said, no, we still think those images are awful. Uh, going, images of what? Guy doing his job at the border? I mean, Doing his job, which has become so much more difficult under you who let this happen, I think it's just, a, it's just so, so tawdry, you know, blaming these poor guys who are, have a really hard job because of you and acting as if, oh, man, we got him. We got him. Look at this picture. He's whipping a, he's whipping a, a black guy from Haiti. Let's run with it. Let's, you know, uh, feed this to our friends in the media and our friends on the, on the Hill and, 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 and we'll, uh, again, uh, you know, we'll make the cop, make the cop the problem, make the cop the bad guy. And it didn't work, but they're sticking to their guns. Do we have Saki yesterday saying, um, I forget the exact yeah. wording, we're standing yeah. by this? Yep. The El Paso Times put out a clarification saying, clarification saying it was not an actual whip. Does that change anything for the administration in light of the, the statements that were made last week? I don't think anyone could look at those photos uh, and think that was appropriate action or behavior or something uh, that uh, should be accepted uh, within uh, our administration. There's an investigation that's ongoing. Uh, we'll let that play out. But our reaction to the photos has not changed. That, that's incredible. Here's, here's what you say, Saki. You say, we're very sorry to the Border Patrol guys. We're sorry. We created the mess. We jumped to conclusions. You know, we were hoping they were whipping migrants. We were going to use it. Uh, we can't. Instead, they're saying, uh, don't believe the photographs or the photographer or the newspaper or anyone else. Believe us. It's a really bad look. Bad look? How? You're demonizing one guy, too. I can't stand that. That, that you're guy, picking I, one I, guy. I hope that guy has, I mean, I, they didn't name him, but they said he's going to pay. He's going to pay for this. Well, I'm sure it's easy. To, I'm sure they can identify him. That's the crappy. People are going to be able to identify him, and it, it's going to make his life really well, I tough. Hope, I hope he's like uh, you know Nicholas Sandman. He ends up cashing in. It's harder to obviously sue. You can't sue the president, but uh, you could sue the media outlets that ran with it knowing it was a lie and, and called him a racist. There's got to be lots of people out there who have done that, and some are apologizing or retracting or recanting. But not not Joe Biden, not Jen Psaki. They're sticking to their guns. Psaki continues. Oh, did you want to do that first? I want to get to uh, this, and then we're going to get to Hochul, this lunatic governor. Back to Hochul. Um, again, I don't care. It could be, you know, Governor Bill Cosby. It's an upgrade on the last guy. The last guy was evil. Evil. He killed 15,000 senior citizens. But it's not much of an upgrade. Let me put it that way. No. It's not. She is just as liberal and crazier. She hasn't killed any elderly that we know of, probably knew what, what 
but she's nuts, and we'll be playing that sound. And we will get to Brady Week. We're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, the Brady Belichick showdown. Brady talked last night to his buddy Jim Gray, and uh, we'll play you some of that. And uh, I often, we often try to, to figure out who's the dumbest member of the media. They had that debate, that great debate, Don Lemon versus Chris Cuomo. Shouldn't uh, Shannon Sharp be uh, involved oh, in that competition? He's, he's not a he's not a bright guy. <laughs> We'll play you Shannon Sharp's take on the uh, one and two Patriots. Uh, and do you tell me uh, if you heard anyone dumber? But before that, let me talk about DCU. Uh, do you love your car but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU and they can help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance assured by NCUA membership required. All right, here we go. Kathy Hochul. Kathy Hochul is the governor. She got promoted after Andrew Cuomo resigned, after Andrew Cuomo killed 15,000 senior citizens, lied about it, tried to cover it up, uh, sexually harassed uh, uh, underlings, lied about it, covered it up with the help of his brother, uh, sold a, uh, made $5 million for a book that he didn't write about how he handled COVID, which was terrible, but it just was one scandal after another. And finally, that killer Cuomo slinked away in the dead of the night. I wonder if he's found an apartment yet. You know, he had no place to live. He That's sad. I'm so he sad. He doesn't own a house. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he's going to be, he's probably like in, you know, Miami, you know, with, out with the, he's got the chains on, an unbuttoned shirt, and he's out chasing after like 25-year-olds. <laughs> at night in the clubs, uh, but we'll be finding out. We'll be hearing more about him and his brother, two big sleazeballs. I don't know if Kathy Hochul's a sleazeball, but she is kind of nutty. She's the one that ordered nurses suspended. I don't believe they've been fired yet. At midnight last night, nurses suspended, National Guard's coming in to, to take their place. And she talked the other day about why, and this is, you know, I, liberal people generally say, you know, everyone should get vaxxed. There's no... There's no room for debate. There's no room for questions. We've gone over this many times. But I've yet to hear a liberal and a New York liberal say the reason you should get uh, vaccinated is that's what God wants. I mean, if this were a governor of Utah or uh, Mississippi and it was a right winger and he had a southern twang, he's saying, God wants you to get the facts, <laughs> he would be mocked relentlessly by the media. Uh, you know, the, I, I assume late night comedians, uh, not that I've watched them, but I assume if that were, even if it were Ted Cruz or, you know, Josh Hawley, they'd be destroying it. They would. Say, you got to get vaccinated because God, God gave us this vaccine, but this is the New York governor, a radical liberal pro abortion lefty from New York. And this is her, uh, trying to explain why everyone should be vaccinated a lot to God during this time. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers, he made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. And we must say, thank you, God. Thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say, I'm vaccinated. All of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones, but you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out Crusades. and talk about it. 
That's nuts. I need you to be my apostles. So she thinks she's Christ-like. <laughs> yes, yes. She's Jesus. And by the way, the virtue signal of wearing a necklace and it says vaxxed. It's like a gold chain. It's not like a little button, a little pin, a little sticker. It's a gold necklace. It's a noose around your that neck. It says vaxxed. And again, if this were the other way around, if, if, if Kyrie Irving had said yesterday, the reason I'm not vaccinated is because God doesn't want me. God Ugh. made me perfect. I d God made me young and thin and healthy and fit, and he knows that I, I'm not going to get COVID, and if I do, it won't really affect me. What would the media, what would the view say? What would uh, 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 CNN, Steltler, and Don Lemon, what would MSNBC, what would the race lady, Joy Reid, say? I guess she'd support him because he's black. But anyway, what would people say if Kyrie Irving or Bradley Beal or, 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 or uh, you name it, Cole Beasley, said, I don't need to get vaccinated because God made me in his image and I'm perfect. I guess it depends on what religion it is. If it's yeah, uh, a Protestant or Catholic, they'd, or, they'd probably get on him. But right. well, that's a good point. <laughs> if he said Allah, if Allah told me not to get... <laughs> what are the numbers, by the way? I have yet to see numbers and percentage of uh, American Muslims who are unvaxxed. I'm going to guess it's not... Uh, uh, we're vaxxed. I'm guessing it's not up to that 97% that Biden wants. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to guess. But again... If this the double standard's amazing. This is a New York liberal. And it's one thing to say this, God gave us the vaccine, but then she says, be my apostles? Go well, out there. Does convert. anyone else, uh, I, I, you know, you're a pretty smart, you know, well-read guy. Thank you. Has anyone else in history had apostles other than Jesus? Well... I mean, literal apostles. No, 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 like, no, no, like, no, 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 they call, not no, acolytes, no, no. Not acolytes, not no, acolytes, or, or sycophants. Like, the, like, the, like anybody in history had followers who were called apostles. Not that I can think of. Uh, maybe our commenters will, will come up with some. Was did, like, did John the Baptist have apostles? I don't think so. No, because he was an apostle. <laughs> so, did, did Allah have apostles? Not that I, not that I know uh, of. I mean, Muhammad, Muhammad of apostles? I, I did, don't know. Did any leader, I mean, Jim Jones, were those apostles? My apostles, yeah, she's calling herself Christ. She's calling herself Christ. This is a New York liberal governor, not a religious leader. This isn't... No, Al Sharpton, well, he's not a religious leader, but this is not some Joel Osteen guy. If they said it, you'd say he's a nut. If, if Joel Osteen used terms like that and compared himself to Christ, you would say he's a lunatic. Bill Maher would destroy him. And may, you know, may, maybe that'll my happen man, My week, man yeah. Bill Maher may do that this Friday. I got to say, he had a great, another great rant last week about, uh, and it was about a lot of things, but it, 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 it was about, you know, how he said we shouldn't have two national anthems. I guess they killed him, criticized him on The View. So he fired back. That's I, not a. That's, not, a, that's a, not winning by the call, view. They, they can't a, fight that battle. Would you call that a mismatch, Bill yeah, Maher yeah, against yeah. Uh, Whoopi? He was uh, singling out Whoopi, I guess, who singled him out. But he went off on that, and he just stated the obvious. Of course, you don't have two national anthems. And he went through the whole thing about why do you have separate dorms, separate graduations, separate everything, bathrooms, water fountains? We're really going back to that, and that's Bill's thing. And I heard um, Jason Whitlock and uh, was on with Dave Rubin. And they and Whitlock loves Bill Maher, and they were talking about whether Maher will go completely over to the dark side because guys like Dave Rubin, you know, Greg Gutfeld, a lot of the leading right wingers, young uh, somebody somebody termed uh, termed them South Park Republicans, you know, like yeah, yep, cool Republicans, you know, like hip. They don't pretend to be libertarians like you. They go all in. No, the South Park guys are libertarian, by the way. I know, but I think so. There's so they have a lot in common with. South Park guys, and but they also supported Trump, which you know Bill Maher would never do. No, 
But Bill Maher more and more sounds like a guy who's going to say, I'm done with the Democrats. I'm done with these authorities. He's going to have to be because they're tying themselves in knots. Liberals are tying themselves in knots right now of, of who they're supporting. Like they're, their uh, their philosophy is is really being challenged because you right you, especially with this one so you've got you've got uh, there's no way that liberals would would hear that rhetoric that apostle Christ like rhetoric and not make and not be turned off by it until it, now but because she's on the right side of the vax thing it's okay the Christ like what like, I don't know what I said the Christ like rhetoric I think oh like, yeah Christ like rhetoric from Hochul rhetoric uh, not rhetoric rhetoric sorry about that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I believe you're right the second time. It's rhetoric. Rhetoric, sorry yes, about that. that rhetoric is, I mean, it doesn't bother me. She's a lunatic liberal. I'm not going to, I have no respect for her to begin with. But if that's your girl and you're in New York and that's your governor, you're saying, uh, you want me to be an apostle? <laughs> you want me to be And not only that, like the my Peter? body, my choice I mean, stuff. The my body, my choice. Like they can't reconcile that. Is It's okay for abortions, but not okay for vaccines. I, I'm telling you, I, you watch, watch some of these guys, you know, watch the, you know, whatever, Cole Beasley or Bradley Beal and say that she sounds like if you had to pick one to follow, one to believe, one to trust, I'd, I'd trust Cole Beasley or Bradley Beal ahead of her. Maybe not Kyrie, but. but <laughs> I, I left him out because <laughs> Kyrie, Kyrie so often is intentionally. I swear to God, even if he thought the vaccine was a good idea for him, he wouldn't do it because he just always has to be. Yeah, he's anti-establishment and contrarian. Yes. Yeah. And, he, and he loves it. And that would be the ultimate anti-establishment move to just play home games. Yeah. I mean, away, away games. games. And he's good enough. Like if you're a mediocre player like Cole Beasley, they'll throw him out with the trash. He's good. I think he's a pro bowler. But if you're, uh, Kyrie Irving's a superstar and he's a superstar that you tolerate because he's so good. Imagine that. If that's going to happen, I mean, doesn't the season start like in a couple weeks? I think so. October, right? So he's going to just go on road games, and then when they're home, he's going to stay home? Or will he sit in the arena with a mask on? And I mean, it's just bizarre. You would think that they would quietly come to some compromise where he, you know, had to wear a mask when he's on the bench or something, because it's all for show anyway. <clears throat> but again, I look at this and I say, and we've asked a thousand times, I never really get an answer. If you're vaccinated, if you're double vaxxed or triple vaxxed like Joe Biden. Boosted. the hell do you care if, if another guy's like, you're not vaxxed, right? No. I don't care. I'm sitting right next to you. I yeah. don't care. <laughs> well, I am. I, I'm old. I'm, you know, at that age where I, you know, you're supposed to be, you should. It makes sense. Yeah, there's circumstances in which I would absolutely get the vax if I had underlying conditions or I'll, I'll weigh the, the pros and cons as we go. But yeah, for now, so, I'm feeling and, pretty and, good about So somebody health. says, I'm going to wait. Like if you're Beal or whoever, Kyrie or any, any Joe Rogan, and you say, I'm going to wait. They don't want to hear that. No. You, have, you must submit now. And we can't have a quarter of the country unvaccinated, said Joe Biden. Why can't we? I mean, if you get COVID and you're you and you're thin, you'll be fine. If you're fat, then you're nuts. If you're, you can say young too. You don't have to. Yeah. You're older than I thought you were. But anyway, if you're fat, I mean, look at the pictures of young people, unvaxxed people who died. Just look at the pictures. We're not allowed to bring this up. But invariably, they're, you know, there's some sort of underlying. They're round. Right. You know, you see the picture and you say, there was a mother and she was begging all people to get vaccinated because her 13 year old died. It was a couple of weeks ago. We mentioned it briefly. And I'm like, that's awful. That's sad. And then they show him. And the kid had to weigh 350 pounds. And I'm, I'm sure maybe he had some condition. I don't know. That, that put, led to this. But that, that, because that poor kid died doesn't mean that a fit, you know, 15-year-old 
with no underlying conditions is facing I mean, the just same your, danger. Just your average. That one's the outlier. The unfit one is the is the outlier. They're all all the all the kids who die. Yeah. All, I mean, which and I believe they were up to like three hundred something since the start of the pandemic. More kids have been shot in Chicago than have died of COVID in the whole country. In the whole country, it's three hundred four eighty. I think at this point. And 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 as Marty McCary, the guy from Johns Hopkins, said. Every single one had a serious underlying condition. And I've seen nothing to refute that yet. I'm waiting no, no, for it. No. I mean, and you'd think statistically it would have to happen. Some young fit kid would just something, something would go wrong. I, I admit that that could probably happen, but, but I haven't seen any, anything that refutes that yet. That a no, kid with no underlying condition has died of COVID. I haven't seen it yet. Like not one. And you won't, they, they will just say you can't mention, you know, I mean, I, I'm not sure what would happen if I tweeted that out right now. Would I get a warning? Would I get taken down? You might be. I know we're already shadow banned. Uh, we've, we've seen stuff on Instagram where there's no doubt that we're not getting the views now because uh, what happened is like, say in an hour, we get a bunch of likes, but the view count is really small. That means that they're not, they're, the algorithm's not showing our stuff on Instagram. <sighs> I have no doubt. We only have like 10,300 followers on Twitter. We should have... It, and, and we've been doing good promos and all sorts of, we are no doubt shadow banned. We would, a normal account who was not as, you know, as Republican how, as how you. Do, how do we get, would not, get how, how do you, how do there's you, nothing we can do about yeah. it. It's the algorithms. That's why we do locals. That's why we do other stuff. We, we try on Facebook, on TikTok, on all those other outlets to try to reach people because they're definitely blocking our stuff. It's disgusting. And I mean, I, again, as, as we've said about Beale or Kyrie Irving, they're asking questions, and I'm, like, nervous for them. You know, I'm, like, watching, going, oh, whoa, whoa. He, he, all he's saying is, you know, uh, if you get COVID and you have a vaccine, what happens? He's asking these questions, very matter-of-factly measured. And I'm thinking, this guy is, like, a threat. He's a threat to the establishment. He's a threat to the Biden regime because he's smart and he's young and he's black and he's asking questions, and they won't have that. And, and anybody looking at both of them would say, these— uh, uh, they're reasonable. Hochul sounds like a lunatic. <laughs> and, and Biden sounds like a moron. Right. Sorry. 98%. And he says it like it's real. I mean, again, I understand why they try to control everything he says because he's an idiot. Yeah. He's... To say, uh, oh, this is not going to help us get rid of that shadow ban, is it? No, no, we're going to, no. I mean, we got to just lean into it at this point. Yeah. I mean, to say 98%, and I realize the media's sitting there cringing, going, oh, how do we cover for this? How do we carry the water this time? But 98% of anything, nothing. I mean, you can't get to 98%. That, that's, I mean, you're talking about including, you know, whatever, uh, you know, Infants, babies. Yeah. <laughs> or people who live alone in the woods, you know, Ted Kaczynski's brother. We got to make sure he's, uh, we're going to make sure Brian Laundrie's uh, vaccinated. <laughs> There's going to be outliers. You're never going to get to 98%, you idiot. But anyway, uh, we'll, you know, we'll just wait a day and, you know, they'll change the story or they'll come up with some other insane. Uh, edict uh, again. If you missed it, midnight nurses out, unvaccinated nurses out, uh, because you know we don't want the hospitals overwhelmed. <laughs> I can't imagine being a patient. They were. T I was reading a story. They second. They're saying they're going to postpone a number of electives, elective surgeries. Yeah. So because of they, because some nurse who's smart and knows medicine and decided for her own reasons not to get vaccinated. I can't get whatever, what, I don't even know what elective would be knee surgery, right? Yeah, I, I have yeah. a torn meniscus. You know, I have whatever, a shoulder problem. I need to get surgery. No, you have to put that off because some of the nurses are unvaccinated. It's insane. It's insane. But, uh, you know, that's, that's New York's governor and soon to be, by the way, other governors 
other mayors, other public officials say, no. And when do they start firing doctors? Because we went over this before. The educa- When you break it down by education level, the education level that has the lowest vax rate is PhDs. <laughs> They're lower than high school dropouts. So if doctors are unvaccinated, for whatever reason, I assume because they had COVID and they have natural immunity, they get fired too? They get suspended? <laughs> it's madness. But uh, all right, speaking of madness, let's get to Patriot. Let's do Shay, and then Touché, we'll get yeah. to um, the Patriot, the uh, Belichick Brady week, which I got to admit, I'm into it. I'm into it. Sunday night's going to be going to be good. You're going to stay up late and watch the game? I don't know about that. <laughs> um, I just want to see this. Found that more than three out of four percent of U.S. adults with at least a bachelor's degree have already been vaccinated, but it's only half if they have an advanced degree. 50%. Half, yeah. <clears throat> So, so, I mean, there are some doctors out there, but, and so if you're going in for knee surgery or shoulder surgery or get your gallbladder out, the bad news is the doctor's been fired. The good news is Clinton, <laughs> Clinton Morgan is ready. He's going to take some time off at the pharmacy or at uh, Walmart or at Lowe's or at the Amazon distribution center and go do his uh, part-time job, National Guardsman, which now, is, now includes uh, performing surgery. So that's good. Good. Comforting. You know, you got to do it. You sign up for the National Guard, you never know what, uh, what the governor is going to have you do. And this governor has these people working at hospitals. By the way, in Massachusetts, the governor has them driving school buses. <laughs> really? National Guardsmen are driving school buses. That's not what it was um, created for. I'm just going to say the National Guard was not created so you could fire, suspend... School bus drivers were unvaccinated and then bring in National Guardmen to drive school buses. Now, I think they'd be better at that than they would be at surgery, but whatever. It's a, it's, it's a crazy, crazy time. And you, with as is, is, I'd say, oh, what's next? What's next? I mean, firing doctors and nurses, suspending. What's next? I mean, cops? Yeah, I think, yeah. They're losing cops. State troopers in Massachusetts are uh, leaving by the hundreds because they don't want to get vaccinated. And the governor, uh, another... Uh, blue state liberal tyrant Charlie Baker's firing cops. So we're firing doctors, nurses, and cops a year after we stood and cheered when they walked by, you know, when they left the hospital. If you saw someone in those hospital johnnies, you were supposed to cheer. And for good reason. They were putting in long hours. They were fighting the good fight. They were on the front lines. They were risking, not their lives probably, but they were risking getting COVID. And now we're firing them and booing them and, and pissing all over them. It's insane, but it'll get even crazier. Speaking of crazy, let's do Shea, and then we'll do Belichick versus Brady and something I never thought I would see in New England. This is uh, for you homeowners and home builders out there. Did you know that Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps? Of course you did. I've been telling you about this. This is the best thing. I think it might be the best thing they do is their precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old staircase in an old home. Shea has great values with designs for any home. Available in concrete, or you can customize the steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. Just like that, you call Shea, they come over, they take the old steps away, which, by the way, they're really heavy. That is a pain in the ass. They take the old steps away. They put the new steps. You can sit in the window with the AC cranking and watch it all happen. And when they're done, your house looks better and it's worth more. This isn't an expense. This is an investment in your home. Check it out. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. And by the way, you can also look for a job there. You can go to Shea Concrete 
or get on shakeconcrete.com. They're always hiring. It's a great company, a great place to work. Maybe it's time for you to upgrade your profession and go work for Shea. Check that out as well at shakeconcrete.com. I generally, I think you see these billboards that people put up, you know, the big game, they put up a billboard when, you know, Auburn, Alabama's playing and they mock whatever. Uh, you say, that's eh, stupid, what a waste of money. Or they have those planes fly over with the banners. And yeah, yeah. Um, some guy put up a banner in, in, I think it's in Foxborough, but it's, it's on Route 1 and you get to see it when you go to the game Sunday. And it says, quote, the owl is no longer wise without his goat. It's in Rentham, Mass., which is Rentham, uh, right just south, by, I think, right? Yes, right by uh, Foxborough. You go through it um, on Route 1, and it says, uh, and it's got a picture of an owl with a hoodie, and then it's a picture of a goat with number 12, in case you weren't sure where the goat was. It's signed Jake in Boston. Now, I you asked this before we started the show. You said, has anyone ever called Belichick an owl? I've <laughs> never heard of that. <laughs> never, me either, but... It's amazing that in New England, someone took out a billboard to mock Bill Belichick. Uh, I, you know, the, you hear callers on, on talk radio, I guess, or you see tweets, but taking the time, the energy, the money to mock Bill Belichick on Route 1, that's remarkable after three games this season. But his, his record does stink. It's well, a And that's what 40, this is, right? Oh, that, that's got to be right at the bottom of the of the sign. It says BB sixty two and seventy four. I'm yeah, assuming was, that's his, his record without Brady. He was forty two and fifty six before uh, Brady left. And last year, he was 7-9. and nine. This year, he's 1-2. and two. Well, he lost some and, games with Castle. And, and Bledsoe's first... Yeah, uh, Bledsoe's last season, he was 5-13. and 13. He was 5-11 and 11 and then 5-13 and 13 because he lost the first two. So, yes, well below 500 without Brady. The, un, the undisputed uh, greatest ever with Brady. And their, their, their showdown is coming. And there is a little bit of, you know... A little bit of friction in the air. Obviously, Belichick will not talk about it. He didn't. We we, we played some of his sound yesterday. But uh, Brady um, went on with his buddy Jim Gray. Last night they do a, I don't know what it is, a serious show. And then he sat down with Jeff Darlington today. And Brady said all the usual things. And, and again, I'll defend him. The, the idea that a radio station in Boston is doing how much do you hate Brady contest is so silly. People don't hate Brady. If you hate Brady, you're, there's something wrong with you. There's nothing to hate if you're a Patriots fan. If you hate Brady and you're a Jets fan, I understand, or just someone who's not a Patriots fan, of course they hate Brady. I'll never forget the, uh, 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 what's his name, the uh, Comedy Central guy, Tosh. Uh, Tosh did it, <laughs> and I believe this is true, he did a thing, it was like a Monday, he's doing his monologue, and he says, uh, my house burned down this weekend. He lived in an L.A. area, and they had the wildfires. Yeah, my house burned down. Everything I owned is ruined. But Patriots lost this weekend, so it was kind of a wash. <laughs> the people have a visceral hatred for the Patriots in other places. In New England, you're going to hate the greatest player ever who won six Super Bowls? I, I don't know how that contest is going, but it seems kind of silly. Anyway, they haven't tweeted about it since yesterday. Oh, they I've, no, I've, I've been following their tweets here. Anyway, Brady talked, and I'll, I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to criticize him for one thing, Karana, one thing. Okay. Is he was asked about his father's comments. His father, Tom Sr., um, did an interview with Karen Garrigian at the Herald, and he said, you know, Bel he criticized, mildly criticized Belichick, as he's done many times before. And he said, you know, he, uh, he didn't, I don't know exactly what he said. Brady, he didn't appreciate Tom, didn't, uh, you know, respect him enough, whatever. And... Brady was asked about it, and he and he says, "Oh, that's not on me. You know, uh, he doesn't speak for me." Yeah. Do we have that sound? Yeah, yeah. Here and it is. saying, 
thing, but your dad kind of jumped into this, and uh, uh, he had some comments to the press this past week. Uh, any thoughts on that, Tom? Well, a little bit. I've actually prepared a statement that I wanted to say, and it's really all that I have to say on the subject. Um, comments made by Thomas Edward Brady, a 77-year-old insurance company CEO who should know better at this point in his life, doesn't necessarily reflect the views or positions held by his son, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. So furthermore, should Tom Sr. continue to speak out on behalf of his son without the express written consent, Tom Jr. reserves the right to eventually put him in a home against his will. That's all I have. Well, that, that's uh, little, it's kind of funny, but of funny and, and it's not a big deal. But that's nonsense. Of course, his father is speaking for him, essentially, or agrees with him. Um, I, I was wrong. It's uh, Tom Curran that interviewed Tom Sr. And it's Karen Garrigi and we interviewed Pedro, Pedro Guerrero. Uh, Alex Guerrero. Alex <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'm going to tell you the Pedro Guerrero joke no, someday. It's, it's the greatest. Okay. It's not a joke. It's a story. And it's the most, it's the funniest story you, you will ever hear. I promise. But I don't have time for it right now. It's, All right. It's it's I'm looking forward to it then. Epic. Anyway, so both Alex Guerrero and Tom Brady Sr. criticized Belichick, and Brady wants to wash his hands of it. He can't do that. There's no way Tom Sr., and there's certainly no way Alex Guerrero would ever speak out of turn and say something that Tom Brady disagrees with. And if they did, he would say, step right up, and he'd say, I disagree with that. That's not true. I, I, I never felt disrespected or unappreciated in New England. Of course he did. Belichick made a decision. We went, we went over this yesterday. I'll, I'll do it again. Do it every day. Belichick is usually right when he lets great players go, stars go, you know, Hall of Famers go at the end of their career. He'd rather let them go a year early than a year late. He looked at a 42-year-old quarterback and said, of course he's not going to be this good for much longer. I mean, he's 42. He, I think he miscalculated. He thought he knew Brady was a freak. Everyone knew Brady was a freak. But he didn't think he was this much of a freak. This is a surprise, what he's doing in Tampa. He's going to come into New England Sunday night. And by the way, the, the line is up to six, Carano. I told you yesterday. But that's only a half a point, though, right? Yeah, but it's going to keep going up. Yeah, it's, it will. They, it should. I mean, they, they, you know, they lost. They had won 10 straight before they lost Sunday night or Sunday afternoon to the Rams, who are undefeated, on the road. And Brady threw for 430 yards and no picks. I mean... And didn't they score He's, 30 points in a row yes, for 10, 10 uh, as well? So they're they're you know, they're ready for this. Yeah. Brady loves big moments. He loves pressure. We've seen that enough. This is a big moment, as big as it can be when you're playing a one and two team, <laughs> but you're playing in Foxborough. Um, it will be, you know, the the crowd will be rooting for the Patriots, but they won't be hostile. They're not gonna be No. And even if they were, Brady's great in those situations. Brady loves pressure. He's gonna come in here. He's gonna win. I think he's gonna dominate. The Patriots have lost to Tua and Jameis Winston, and now they're face at home, and now they're facing Tom Brady. Um, I don't like their chances, but and 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 Brady looks good. He sounds cocky, he sounds confident, he looks healthy. Uh, he's got great weapons all around him. Gronk's going to come in here all fired up. I mean, they they want to win this for Tom. They're going to come in here and win. And Belichick is not going to handle it well. I'm sure on that Monday morning interview is going to be a lot of yucks. But they're taking out billboards, and they're blaming Bill Belichick. And you know what? They should. Belichick made a decision. He was wrong. I'm not saying he did it with any ill intent. He just thought the guy was too old and was ready to move on, and he let him go. His reasoning wasn't bad, right. though. It's exactly. just he, it, sometimes you're wrong. Sometimes you're wrong. In this case, he was wrong. Not a big deal. We, I understood why he did it. I mean, I don't didn't really like Plan B. Cam Newton stinks, and we'll get to we'll get to uh, Shannon Sharp. But Belichick made a calculated decision. And um, 
Brady just continued to defy the odds and continued to make everyone who doubted him look silly, including Bill Belichick. And it's, I wonder if they'll boo, if the Patriots go one and three and then, you know, I don't know, two and five or, you know, three and seven, if the boo boos will start because, um, and not used to that here. That's no. never happened. And Belichick's record will continue to uh, get worse and worse without Brady. Uh, so the argument that Brady made Belichick is not going away anytime soon. If Brady keeps winning, Belichick keeps struggling, it's more and more going to look like Brady made Belichick rather than the other way well, around. Tom but, won a Super Bowl, and if Bill doesn't, then it's kind of settled, a good point. That's good. I mean, he won a couple as an assistant with the Giants, but uh, he ain't winning a Super Bowl here anytime soon. No. Although I think Mac Jones is going to be good. You have to deal with absolute idiots. Now, when you talk about football, sometimes they say, oh, you know, you know we, uh, and callers or, or listeners talk radio. I like, you know, the players, players' perspective. They know what they're talking about. They like to hear from... You know, Christian Fourier or Scott Sola because they played the game and, you know, you didn't. Sometimes you hear that. That doesn't apply to Shannon Sharp. I don't often hear people say Shannon Sharp uh, played the game and he was a great player, but he's a friggin' moron. I mean, and, and, and I guess I understand. Well, he makes millions. I've gone over this before. Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp have a little debate show on FS1. I'm not sure who watches it, but they make news. They make Twitter. They make uh, their way on the social media by saying outrageous things. Usually it's more Skip than Shannon, but Shannon's trying. And uh, so Shannon Sharp, yesterday, discussing the Patriots, and he says they'd be 3-0 and without, I mean, with Cam Newton. Now, I, I'm 100% convinced he's not watched one game, not watched one Patriots game, did not watch the Dolphins game, did not watch certainly the Jets, or did not watch the Saints game, didn't watch. Because Mac Jones is not the problem. Everyone who's watched knows he's not the problem. Mac Jones is much, much, much better than Cam Newton. So he beat him out in camp. Cam Newton doesn't have it anymore. Everyone knows he's free agent. He's out there. He's unsigned. He's he's just waiting. He wants to he wants to play, and no one wants him. And um, Shannon Sharp somehow thinks they'd have won three games. They'd be three and zero with Cam Newton. That's not. Only, I mean, I, I understand Shannon Sharp is one of those guys. That all he, he you know he roots for the black guy. He roots against the white guy. That's kind of his thing. But Skip Bayless agrees with him. Neither of them has watched a Patriots game. And they both think the Patriots would be 3-0 with Newton. Let's listen to these two idiots. Very comfortable in saying, had Cam Newton been their starting quarterback, they'd be 3-0. Really? I three feel very comfortable zero. saying 3-0. Maybe. Maybe. They're going to they're gonna beat, they for sure would have beat the Dolphins. Mm. And they won the last game, they beat the Jets. Hell, everybody's going to beat the Jets. That's not saying anything. Yeah, I, I'll buy this. But I, I, I how agree. about this, Skip? I, I'm just not sure they could have won yesterday. How, how about this? They're no worse than 2-1. No worse. Okay. Again, uh, it's hard to blame him when he's dumb and he didn't watch. But Skip Bayless agrees with him. Uh, by the way, oh yeah, yeah, I buy that. I buy that. But I mean, I, I, obviously Mac Jones threw a few picks Sunday against the Saints. But we already gone over that. The first two, they were out of it by the third one. The first two were not his fault. He got hit on the first one. The second one went off Janu Smith's uh, hands into Malcolm Jenkins' hands. But I'm looking at his numbers. From the Dolphins game. The first pick was terrible, but it's hard to blame the second. You can't blame the second one on him. He, he's, first he pick, hasn't he got made, hit. He hasn't he made get, that many bad flow, uh, throws in and the first he, few and, games. And if you watched last year, you know Cam Newton it can't throw. He doesn't throw accurately. He doesn't make quick decisions. He's big and strong and you know, he wears funny hats and people think he's a leader. Yeah. But um, uh, against the Dolphins, he was 29 of 39. 
Uh, one touchdown, no picks, one sack, a rating of 102.6. He lost. There is no way that Cam Newton puts up those numbers. And if and if the, if Shannon Sharp watched the game, he would know it. They would be one and two, just like they are now, because the Jets suck so bad that you could have been at quarterback and the wow. Patriots would have won that game. That game was gifted to them by uh, Zach What's his uh, name? Wilson. Wilson. And uh, and so they'd be one and two with Cam Newton. Maybe, maybe they lost that game. He, he tended to put the ball on the ground and fumble and all that. But, uh, hey, Shannon, if, if Cam Newton would have been undefeated with this, you know, mediocre Patriots team, why does no one else want him? There's a lot of bad quarterbacking out there. Why does no one sign him? Because he doesn't have it anymore. Uh, but, you know, Skip Bayless, yeah, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Yeah, I'll buy that. You know, watch Sunday night. And, uh, I'll watch it, yeah. I'll, you I'll know what? Mac Jones will not be terrible. He'll not win, but he'll not be terrible. He'll do his best. He'll get hit. You know, he'll get banged around. Maybe he'll get fooled once by the defense, but the, the Bucks defense is not great. The defensive backfield is thin, and, and Mac Jones will do okay. He just won't win. He just won't outplay uh, the GOAT. <laughs> uh, but it'll be interesting to see if they get blown out, if they get beaten badly, if they look like they did Sunday against the Saints, you know, with blocked punts and penalties and oh, then kickoffs it'll, it'll out of It'll be a blowout. It'll be ugly. And they'll start booing, right? Yeah, yeah, I they'll think start so. booing. That'll yeah. be amazing to hear boos in Foxborough. But that's our uh, that's our Brady Week update. We'll, we'll, I'm going to do this every day. I know you're excited. It's up but, to you. Uh, we'll this is your show. Day. It's like Jerry people, Callahan's show. People are fired up. I'm, I'm into it. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching this game because I like games with lots of pressure and lots of intensity, and that's what you get in the NFL. You don't get it, you know, in baseball. No, you don't. Season's too long. No one really cares anymore except we were Maloney, and you don't get it in the NBA or NHL. You get one Sunday night in early October where it just feels like everything is on the line. So I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Okay. That will do it. Uh, Thank you to everybody for listening, for watching and for commenting. Uh, You didn't seem all that distracted today. Were there all good comments? Were you having any debates on? Oh, well, I'm always, my mind is always torn between listening to you and Uh, dealing with the comments or researching things or finding audio or all that stuff. It's it's, it's a tough job to be me, Jerry. Oh, I'm excited this week. We might have a government shutdown. I love government shutdowns. (laughs) Yes, I do. Actually, I'm fine with it too. Uh, You know what? People who think government shutdowns are bad don't know what happens. Uh, All they do is give government bureaucrats like an unexpected vacation. They all get paid. Well, they get that's, t- that's they get, the problem. I wish they get they would... two weeks off, three weeks off, and then they go back to work and they get paid for all that uh... time. And the military, you know, this police, they, they don't get... The, it's 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 like 90% of the federal government continues to work. It's not a real shutdown. It's just for show. But I kind of like it anyway because it makes... Makes them look inept. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Makes, I just like gridlock in Congress. I don't mind that. I like gridlock. I'm a big fan of gridlock. <laughs> the, the less they do, the less they hurt us, the less harm they can do. Exactly. Uh, but uh, we'll keep keep uh, a track of that, too. That could get interesting later in the week. But uh, that shall do it for today. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show with Matt Carano, and we will talk to you again tomorrow.